Happy Tuesday! My name is Nick. My name is Alan. And welcome into, into the dungeon. from it you see this motion of an arm tossing something and you hear like a thump, thump, it starts rolling towards you you're wearing your night vision goggles your owl-like goggles in the night so you can see in the dark to your shock you see that this is Don John's head <laughs> what <laughs> she <laughs> You hear breaking for the signs. <laughs> oh, shit. It seems that I've caught a rat in a trap. You have something that belongs to me, Shrew. You have one of my new recruits. <laughs> oh, you've let her here. It's a trap. We shouldn't have trusted you, Shrew. <laughs> the gnome. I want her alive. <laughs> Take her. We need to get out with the dwarves. Get him, boys! And on that note, I'm going to ask you to roll for initiative. Ooh. Okay, here we go. First, I'm going to roll for Shrew. That's a 12. Okay. Now I'm going to go and roll for Fenner. That's a 15. And for Favian, another 12. Okay, I'm going to do the rolls for, the, for your enemies. Okay, so we're jumping straight into the action here. And top of the round is one of these were-rats. He's running straight up in front of Shrew. And he's lunging at him with his blade. We're starting off strong with a big old six. <laughs> oh yeah, keep it coming. His second attack. He's gonna swipe again with his sword instead of sinking in his teeth, as you'd become familiar with in the last battle. There's a 17 to hit. Yeah, that hits. As a total of six damage to Shrew. Next up is Fenna. Fenna, from where she is, she has sight of the first rat that approached me, right? Yeah, that's correct. Okay, she's going to cast Guiding Bolt and try and hit the ratty dude. Okay, so roll to hit. She's going to cast it as a second level spell. Total of 20 to hit. Yeah, that definitely hits. All right. And that's 5d6, right? 5d6. Wow. Big hit. Yeah, I don't know if she saw Donjon's head rolling, but this fight has just become serious. Yeah, from where she is, the head's probably at your feet right now, in between this rat and Shrew. So she won't see it. No, not yet. She hasn't seen what it is. Still, she's been bitten by them. She means business. That's a total of 18. Wow, that's a big hit. Yeah, it definitely feels that as he shrieks in pain. Good. Is Fenna doing anything else? She's moving slightly forward and standing right behind Shrew. So next up is another one of these rat folk. He's going to try and grapple Fenna. Okay, can you roll an acrobatics or athletics check for Fenna? That's a total of 17. 17. She just fails it as this rat grabs onto her hand and starts pulling at her. <laughs> that takes us over to Shrew. So I want to cast Tidal Wave on the on the rat that's grappling Fenna. And okay. from there, extend it 30 feet and it's 10 feet wide and see if I can 
hits everyone. Yeah, by my calculations, that will hit the three rat folk and Zeline. Good. They will all have to make a dexterity saving throw. This is for the rat. That's grappling Fenner. That's a total of 16. Yeah, that one saves. Okay, this is now the rat that attacked Shrew. That's a total of 14. Yeah, saves again. This is now for the third rat folk. That's a total of 19. Saves as well. Yeah, bastard. And now Zeline. That's a total of 13. Yes, she doesn't save. That would be 4d8 bludgeoning damage. The ones that saved take half, obviously. Okay, and Zeline's knocked prone? Yeah, Zeline would be knocked prone. Okay, that's a total of 17, which would be rounded down to 8 for the ones that saved. Okay, so this enormous wave forms at your feet, rushing up towards the cave's entrance. Three of the were-rats have saved their throws, managed to stand firm. Zeline gets knocked over, and as you're focusing on her, as she collapses, shrieking, you see this wave start coming back down into the, the actual cave because of the elevation there. And you're seeing this head bobbling and rolling as it comes down, sort of washes past you, past Fenner, towards Fabian. You hear, oh, oh, shoo, who's that? You can't even give the guy an honorable death. Well, you're the one that's just cast a tidal wave <laughs> <laughs> with his head literally at your feet. <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do. On that note, it's over to Fabian. What the f- Is that what I think it is? What's Fabian doing? Fabian, Fabian is rushing up to the rat folk that is grabbing Fenner and slashing at it. Okay, roll for attack. Total of 14. That hits. That's a very unrespectable one. Plus four, so five. <laughs> Let's go again. He's gonna take his action surge and try and hit him once more. This time, hopefully, with a bit more damage. Well, actually, this time with less damage because I rolled a 3 plus 7, which is 10, and I imagine that doesn't hit. That does not hit. Got cocky there. Yep. Is Fabian doing anything else? No, Fabian is currently staying where he is. Okay, so over to the orcs. I can't believe you'd betray us! A whole firm! They're ready in their action. Okay, so over to the third where at. He's rushing up to Shrew, sword in hand. That is 11 plus 4. That's 15 to hit. That just hits, yeah. A total of five slashing damage. Having sunk his sword into Shrew, he's now lunging in with his gnashing jaws. 16 total to hit. Yeah, that hits. So Shrew takes five piercing damage. I'm going to ask you to make me a constitution saving throw. Radio. Oh, that's a 12. A 12, you say? Yes. Okay. Okay. Is that how you're going to leave it? Gonna okay. Going to leave you hanging. Okay. Remember, it's my turn to DM. After this adventure <laughs> is over. <laughs> so tread carefully. <laughs> Gotta build a suspense for the listeners. <laughs> and for you. So as this fight's going on around you, you're seeing two of these giant rats scurrying towards you, scaling the walls as they do so. Okay. With that, it's over to Zeline. She stands up. <laughs> You'll pay for that, true. Still a bit stunned from being knocked off her feet by the wave. You see that she's loaded this crossbow. Takes aim. Oh, bitch. Let's fire. And it clangs against the cave wall behind you. She brought firepower. And as that bolt crashes against the cave wall, you see a third rat running and scaling up the walls as well. With that, we're the top of the round again. And it's that first that first were-rat that was engaged with Shrew. It's 14 to hit. That one misses. Okay, and he's following up with a bite as his sword narrowly misses Shrew. That's a big old nat one. Yeah. Misses. He misses and he sort of just digs his teeth into Fenair. You see him sort of shake his head in 
like the cartoons when they sort of go ding, ding, ding. <laughs> yeah <laughs> just gnash his teeth together with that it's over to Fenner Fenner is gonna stretch on over to Shu grab his arm and cast Kyo Wounds as a level 2 or level 1 as a level 2 that's 2d8 plus 3 total of 10 okay that means that Fenner is now down to 1 level 2 spell slot okay she still has her 4 first levels is Fenner doing anything else she's gonna just stay where she is okay it's now over to the the wear rat that's got a held Okay, he's gonna let go of Fenner. He's sending his attention to Shrew. I'm rolling quite shit today. Let's say three plus four, seven. That doesn't hit, keep him coming. And again, he's following with a bite as did his companion. Ooh, and that one hits. That's a total of 20. Yeah, that hits. That's four piercing damage as you feel the bite sink into you. I'm gonna need to roll a constitution throw. Total of 18. Okay, it's now over to Shrew. Shrew. Okay, Shrew is going to cast his Moonbeam on the last guy that joined the fray here close to us. The last rat, rat folk. I'm going to lay the Moonbeam over him. Okay. And then as my bonus action, I want to turn into... Actually, can I turn into Bear Shrew? No, you're in a very congested space there. Bear Shrew is a large creature. But if I were to turn into Bear Shrew, what would happen? I'd say you'd all get pushed. You'd push everyone around you away. Sounds good to me. <laughs> Like, Fabian and Fena behind me, they'd get pushed back. And the rat folk, one would get squashed against the wall <laughs> next to me. And the others would then be pushed forwards, back, yeah. back, back into the cave. Yeah, I you want to do go. that? I want to go for it. Okay, you're going to give us those awesome bear sounds? <laughs> you say awesome, but it's, it's quite weak, to be honest. I, I've grown to love it. You've just pushed the guy... Out of your moonbeam that you just cast. Damn. If this guy, I'm going to give him a dexterity saving throw to see whether he gets squashed against the wall or whether he's able to sort of shimmy to the side. He manages to shimmy just to the side. Okay, it's over to Fabian. Fabian is going to turn around and attack the rat that just squeezed past Bearshoe. Okay. Or he's not. That's two plus seven, nine. Yeah, it doesn't hit. It's not Fabian's day today. Is it ever Fabian's day? He's had his moments. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. He's had his moments. He's also had his uh, other kind of moments, like falling into traps repeatedly. <laughs> okay, the Yorks are just there holding their action. They're still a little perplexed at what's going on here. <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> a bear! And the third of the were-rats that you had incidentally cast your moonbeam on before shoving him out the way as you turned into a, a great hulking bear. He's going to try and plunge his steely sword into Shrew, Bear Shrew's form. And man, I think today the dice are quite strangely in your favor. What a turn of the tables. That completely misses again. Nice. He's gonna try and sink his teeth into your fur now. Those always hit though. <laughs> Just as you say that. Yeah, it hits. That's a natural 17 plus the modifiers. Yep. Which hits. And that's a total of six piercing damage to Bear Shrew. And you know what's coming? Constitution time. Yeah, this time it's bad. Total of five total of five do you feel this bite you start to feel a little strange you get the shiver down your spine <laughs> this sickly feeling in the pit of your stomach and as you're groaning and growling as a bear interspersed with it you you hear a <laughs> i think you know what that means i've been bitten by a were-rat <laughs> I'm turning into one myself. Great. I'm going to be werewolves. <laughs> I have to be were-rats. Okay, so the first two of the giant rats that you saw come in continue scaling the wall. 
I'm going to say that you get an attack of opportunity on one of them. Me as true. Yeah, true, sorry. True specified. It's a 17 plus 4. Yeah, that hits. I'll be using my claws for this one. That's a total of 13 damage. 13? Okay, as this rat's scurrying across the ceiling with your claws, you splat it against the the wall. (laughs) Blood and guts pouring everywhere. Okay, the rat that survived is behind Fabian. It's going to go for a bite. 17 to hit, which I believe just hits. Fabian takes three piercing damage. Not too bad, but they add up. Okay, Zeline takes aim with a crossbow again, aiming at the big hulking bear that's in front of her. That's a 15 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Okay, so that first bolt sinks its way into your fur with all its might for eight piercing damage. But you notice that even though it's sunken into your fur, you don't feel any pain. You almost don't even react to it. And you hear coming from behind you. (laughs) A fine addition. A fine addition you'll make. So, I haven't been damaged? No. All right. I'll take it. I gotta be a rat. I gotta be a rat. (laughs) But at least I'm not getting damaged. She's now going to take aim at Fabian with her second attack. Her second attack misses. Yes. The third giant rat scuttles across, dropping beside Fabian. And as it tries to bite at him, he misses. Good. So it's back to the top of the round, and that first we're at. He's looking a little confused, seeing this big bear, having heard Zeline shout. He's got his sword ready, but you hear her shout at him. <laughs> fall back, fall back, fall back. And he falls back alongside her. It's over to Fenner. Fenner's going to cast Guiding Bolt and try and hit Zeline. Is this your last second level spell, or is this a first level? Second level. Ten to hit. That does not hit. Is Fenna doing anything else? No, she's staying there. Okay, having heard the orders, the rat that's next to Fabian, he's going to drop into a rat form and he's going to start scurrying up the wall. As he's scurrying, Fabian have an attack of opportunity. Natural 20. Ooh, yeah, that definitely hits. It's a 1d8. Yeah, total of 10 damage. I rolled a 3 on on the hit. (laughs) And with that, it's over to Shrew. So Shrew moves the moonbeam up to Selene. And that's my action, so I stay where I am. Okay, Fabian. Okay, Fabian is just going to attack one of the rats that's behind him. Try and kill it, the normal rats. Okay. 19, which in fact is a a critical critical hit. That's a total of 6 damage. So I rolled a 1 on my damage this time. (laughs) Doubled to a 2. The rat shrieks out in pain. It looks seriously wounded. Can't even one hit shot a rat. (laughs) Is Fabian doing anything else? Nah, he's staying there. Okay, over to the third were-rat, the one that's directly in front of Shrew. It's going to disengage and run to the entrance of the cave. The rats are the next to Fabian now. Both are going to try and bite him. The first one misses. And in a tit-for-tat, the second rat, the one that he actually almost killed, strikes back with his own critical hit. <laughs> Probably doing more damage than he did. Yeah, that's ten piercing damage. <laughs> oh, wow, man. <laughs> on Fabian. Ridiculous. How the tables have turned on Fabian. Zeline is going to take a constitution saving throw. She starts to turn in Shrew's moonbeam. 15 plus 2, 17. That half damage. Are these considered shape changes? Yes, they are. And she has to roll with disadvantage. Ooh. Okay, so with disadvantage, that's a 14, a plus 2, 16, which I believe just saves as well. Yeah, she saves. So 2d10, that's 6 halved to 3 damage. <laughs> She's going to step outside of the of the moonbeam. She's just outside the entrance of the cave now. She's going to take aim with her crossbow at Fabian, 
who's partially covered due to the formation of the cave. The first attack misses as it clangs into the cave wall. The second, 22 total, even with a partial cover that does hit. That's a total of six piercing damage to Fabian. Mm. Fabian's starting to look a little winded. It's over to the the first of the were-rats. You see, takes his shape back into his humanoid form. He'd been in rat form after escaping from Fabian. And you hear Zeline shout out, Urog, <laughs> you're needed. <laughs> and it's over to Fenner. Fenner is going to cast the cure wounds, level one cure wounds on, on Fabian. Total of six healing. Okay, is Fenner doing anything else? Nope, she's staying there for now. Okay, the second were-rat takes his form back again into humanoid form. It's over to Shrew. Okay, I think I'm going to have to bring out the big guns here. I'm going to drop my bear form and I'm going to reach around my neck. Oh, I've been waiting for this. And I pull three beads from the necklace. The one with the fiery, you know, the necklace of fire wounds. <laughs> three. Three, three beads. beads. That would make it a fifth level spell. <laughs> and as I arc my hand backwards in a motion as to sling them as far away as I can, up to 60 feet, I scream. You do not piss off the Kijo, Master Brother! And I fling the beads where my moonbeam was to try and hit all the rat folk that were congregating there. This is a deck saving throw, I'm not mistaken, yeah? That's right. This whole cave entrance now is engulfed with flames as this enormous ball of fire erupts in the middle. It's a 15 DC. Okay, the first one has saved. Typical. The second one has failed. The third has also failed. Zeline. She what the fuck? She has to fail. She just saves. Damn it. By that one. Point. Hopefully I roll high enough. Yeah, that's ten. Saucy D6. <laughs> yeah. That's the biggest attack of the campaign so far. <laughs> For sure. Alan is grinning like a little boy in a candy store at the moment. <laughs> uh, he, looks so, he looks so excited. <laughs> I don't want to... I don't think he's ever jiggled so many dice at one time. <laughs> In my mind, you were going to say balls. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, because uh, you know I roll poorly, so I'm imagining yeah. ten ones here. Yeah, but you've been rolling well today. Uh, I've been rolling uh, quite poor for I change. don't know. I don't know. Feel the power. Yeah, this is crazy. Hold on. Let me separate the dice from the table. I don't want them mixing up. That's a total of 33. There was one six in all of that, and a one one. So not too bad, not too shabby. And yeah, I should narrate for the audience that as this explosion erupted in the cave, the flames were almost licking your curly red locks. You can feel all the heat and the burning in the air right in front of you. I love it. You see one of the your, the hairs on your moustache just smolder ever so slightly, mm. close to the, to the eruption, but just far enough to witness it in all its glory. So you see that the two were-rats have failed. You see them sort of smolder and burn and then collapse into dust and ashes on the floor. The third one, the one that was closest to you, who had managed to save, you see his face sort of drooping now as all the fur around it has burned away, leaving a disfigured rat-like head. Bits of his tunic smoldering still on fire, but he's just about standing, although he is breathing quite heavily. You hear Zeline take a massive shriek as well from outside. <laughs> Fucking little shit! <laughs> and with that, it's over to Fabian. What, what the fuck was that, true? Fabian is gonna 
run up to the last remaining rat folk, ignoring the little rats behind him. Okay, they're going to take an attack of opportunity on him. Mm-hmm. One misses, one hits, dealing him six piercing damage. Jeez, these rats hit hard. And he's going to try and slash at the last remaining rat folk. 16 to hit. Yeah, that hits. That's a total of six damage. His sword now is almost lying down by its side. He looks seriously wounded. The orcs have been holding their actions for now. Rather perplexed as what's happening. They're charging forward towards the two rats now. One of the orcs runs up to the, the rat that had just nipped Fabian as he ran off. Smashes his great axe into it, splatting it across the floor. The other orc smashes the other rat. Doesn't quite see him off, but it shrieks out in pain. The female orc that you had been speaking to charges forward and she's now beside you. She's going to use her orcish aggression to charge this were-rat. She hits and strikes him down where he stands. Good. Zeline takes aim with her crossbow. She's aiming at the, the orc that's just appeared in front of her. Her first attack hits. She takes aim again. The second attack also hits. And she stood there with two arrows dug into her chest. She drops to one knee, her great axe now almost on the floor. Damn. <sighs> She's weak. <sighs> you hear breaths getting deeper. She's looking seriously wounded after that second hit. <sighs> and coming into the entrance of the mine, you see this hulking great figure, the build of an orc, but the head of a rat, Bastard. carrying with him a great axe. You see Shella lift her head. Urug! No! No! As he walks up to her, raises his battle axe. Oh, that's 20. Oh, that's a total of 14 damage. As she looks up, her eyes opening wide, and then you see her head fall and roll beside Fabian. He then turns to face Fabian and takes another slash with his great axe. This time, Fabian manages to narrowly miss it as he dodges in horror as he sees the second head he's seen today now roll past him. So it's a Fenner. Fenner's gonna cast Guiding Ball towards Selene as a level 1 spell. 17 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Okay, that's 46 radiant damage. Total of 10. <laughs> She's on her last legs now. You see her holding her stomach, wiping her brow with her, her hand. Crouched down. She looks seriously, seriously wounded. So it's a shrew. Three wasn't enough, was it? And I get another bead and throw it just behind her. So again, I stretch as far back as I can. You know, my short, huffling arms need all the, all the <laughs> help they can get. And I let go of this small bead as it flies through the air and exits the cave. It catches a bit of the morning sun shimmering just before it crashes behind her, emanating an engulfing blast of fire. Yeah, that's 8d6. Zeline has failed her saving throw. Yes. The Wudog has just saved it. It's okay. This time, I do 27 damage. <laughs> okay, so you hear the shriek from the side. And then silence. She's been burnt to a crisp. Do I still feel the effects of having been bitten? As the glow of the fire fills the cave again. You notice that you've got these whiskers now. Damn. Protruding out of your face. Stop. And you've got a sudden craving for cheese. Mm. 
Is Shu doing anything else? Yeah. As my bonus action, I'm turning into a bear. That's your second wild shape, yeah? Yeah. So it's a Fabian. Fabian turns his attention to our new companion here, the rat head orc, and tries to hit him. That's an 18 plus 7. Yeah, that will hit. That's a total of 9 damage. Okay, so yeah, his sword sinks into the orc. <laughs> One of the orcs runs up to Beshu, the other still engaged with the giant rat, which hits. And this time manages to see it off as he splats it against the cave wall with his great axe. This orc now seeing that he's all alone against everybody, is going to drop into rat form. And I'm going to give Fabian an attack of opportunity. 11 to hit. That does not hit, as this new little rat friend now makes a run for it. And with that, I'll say that the battle's over. Unless you are going to give chase, which would take it to Fenner's turn. Fenner walks up to Fabian and casts Cure Wounds again as a level 1 spell. That's a total of 6 healing on Fabian, and she's going to stay there. Fenner's down to her last spell slot total now. She's tapped out a level 2, and she's got one remaining level 1. Be over to Shrew. Shrew's going to run outside and try to follow the rat that just escaped. Okay, as you're getting close to the entrance of the cave, you realize that the positioning of your moonbeam will not allow you to squeeze through. From where I am, do I see the rat now? No, as you stood at the entrance to this cave with the moonbeam in front of you, what you see is the opening with the pikes on either side, or rather the stakes on either side with the rat heads. And if you recall, there was a small clearing and then the woods. I use dash to try and catch up to it. Okay, I'm going to ask you to roll me a d20. That's a nine. Nine? Yep. Okay, as you're chasing this rat, dispelling the moonbeam, you notice that there's some uneven ground as your paws start to slip. Give me a dexterity acrobatics check. Total of 14. So as your paws start to give way, you manage to hold firm. The rat's now within your, your sights. Give me either an acrobatics or athletics check to see whether you're able to catch him. That's a seven. You swipe with your paws and just catch his tail. Really? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Just, I mean, you don't actually grab it. You just brush oh, past his I tail. Oh, I touch it. Don't. Yeah, you, right. you just touch it. That will take us over to Fabian then. Fabian dashes following Shrew. Okay, the same. I'm going to ask you to roll me a straight up d20. 15. He manages to catch up to you and the, the rat. Give me an athletics or acrobatics check. That's a total of 21. Yeah. So Fabian has used his action to, to dash and grab this dirty rat. So having been caught by Fabian, he's going to try and break free from Fabian. Give me an athletics check. Total of nine. Ooh, 10 minus two. He's eight. He just fails it. He's not going anywhere. Okay. So it's a Fenner. Fenner looks back, sees the hawks behind her, kind of panics and runs out again. <laughs> is she dashing or is she just yes, running she, outside? She's trying to catch up with... True one, Fabian. Okay, yeah, she's caught up. He's now beside you, Fabian, and this giant rat. That's her action. That's her action, yeah. So it's a Shrew. Shrew is gonna now try and bite at the rat that Fabian is holding. Okay. It's a tool. It's not gonna hit. No, it's not gonna hit. Is Shrew doing anything else? Yeah, now he follows with his slash. That's an 18 total. Oh, 18 total? Yeah. Yeah, that hits. That's a total of 16 damage. 16? Yeah. 5 and a 6 on the dice. So yeah, how is Shu doing this? That's enough to end him. Well, it's it's a rageful slash after all that's happened. He lets out a guttural roar. Pissed off at everything going on. And just rips 
and pour that into shreds. And as you let out the guttural roar, and swipe it down, you hear coming out of your, your cheeks uncontrollably. That's the end of the battle. We're now out of initiative. Oh, nice one, Shrew. Oh, oh, Shrew, you've got whiskers too. It's a bear with whiskers. <laughs> yeah, a bear with a red tash and some whiskers now sticking out of his cheeks. I wait a few seconds and I drop my form. <sighs> that bitch. Did, did you see what, what she did to Donjon? Oh, poor Donjon. Oh. I'm a rat now as well. I thought that maybe if she was slain, the effects would wear off. But apparently not. Do I still have whiskers? Yes. Oh. Yes, you do. Have you got a tail? I look back. Do I, do I have one? No, not yet. No, I've just been bitten. It seems that as time goes by, the, the effects get worse. We need to find help quickly. We need to go back to Vandalin. Yes, I quite agree. What about our friends? And you see Fabian doing some air quotes. We need to talk to them before we leave. Hold on. And I turn around and walk back into the cave. Do they follow Fabian and Fenna? Are you asking them to follow? I don't specify. Well, as, as they turn around to see you walk into the to walk into the cave, you can see that they're looking at their fallen comrade. So they walk up to the entrance of the, the cave. They're alongside you. You've seen these two orcs looking at their fallen friend, who's now headless. I'm so sorry for your loss. <sighs> I just wish it could have all ended differently. Well... Could have been worse. She could have turned into a rat. At least she died in battle. Hmm. And with some dignity. With some honor. You are right. What now? You have seen. I am a man of my word. There lies. The child remains. Ocelin. Hmm. Well, we'll take this stone sending you gave. Can't promise much, but we'll see if there's some who are willing to fight for the homeland. I came here and put my other friends at great risk in doing so. So much so that now they are all dead, or worse, as you say, turned into rats. I've placed a good, a great deal of faith in you and your kind, and I hope that you reciprocate. We are in need of fighters, and we want to end this war that the dragon is waging to all of us. Farewell. Wait, before you go. Yes. I'm Gul. This is Murkov. Just so you know our voices and our names. Should the sending stone ring? Well, nice to meet you. Good luck, Shrew. Good luck. And before I leave the cave, I want to crouch down and pick up Don John's head. My intention is to bury it, but before I do so, I want to see on the way down the mountain if I find his body too. So yeah, you pick up his head, which is soaking from the tidal wave you had sent. Cleaned off all the blood that was all over it. You tuck it under your arm, make your way outside the cave. Oh, Shrew, what do you think they meant by take them to the dwarves? Do you think they're still alive, or do you think they're meant to feed me to the dwarves, or... I don't know what to think. I think the dwarves are probably were-rats at this point, too. I don't know. They sure are. I don't know. We'll, we'll see on our way down what we find, I suppose. But we need to leave. We can't end up like that manic orc that had a rat head. We need to leave and find help as soon as possible. We've done all we can here. Unfortunately, the, the only reason we came up here was to, to help Dungeon. Regain control of the mines, and now Donjon is dead. Because of me. No, don't be so harsh on yourself, Shrew. Well, it's true. I sent them down defenseless by themselves. 
what, what, what to, to and I kind of look back if I'm relatively away from earshot from the cave so I so you're saying this as you're walking out yeah we're walking we're leaving we're, we're walking out okay yeah you're within you're uh, out of earshot lower my voice with to, to unite orcs and and the rest of them am I fucking stupid what am I trying to do here I can't even save a, a life. Am I gonna say? Am I gonna unite all of the races of of Feyran? It, it's it's ridiculous. That that's that's what it is. It's totally ridiculous. We're in way over our heads here. Three fucking rats, and they almost got us d- done. They, I I don't know what I'm doing anymore. What am I what am I supposed to be doing? They they placed their faith on us. They placed their faith on me. To, to come up here to help them to get rid of a problem and they send I say I send them down by themselves without defenses don John rest rest his soul he couldn't he couldn't hit a he couldn't hit a boulder if it was right in front of him and if he did he he, he wasn't a fighter he he, he 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 didn't do much damage you saw him you saw him in battle and I sent him knowingly down by himself and and his poor defenseless starving Dwarves, and now what? They, they they stay here in the mine forever, as rat people, as rat folk. We've made the matters worse. I'm just stupid. Damn it! Oh, we, you took a shot in the dark. Well, uh, perhaps this time. But uh, you know, you we have saved other people. We saved Big Al, arguably saved or at least postponed Falcon's fate. We were playing with people's lives here, and it's not it's not our place to do so. I think perhaps we should just concentrate on the dragon. Is that not why you came to Fandal in the first place? Yes, exactly. And what? I'm going to lead people to Axel now and take them all to their death. I don't know what I'm doing. Let Harbin Wester decide from now on. And as you say, let's just go and kill the dragon. And if not, we'll die doing so. And that will be the end of that. Hmm. Oh, we're going to need some help to cure this. I don't want to turn into Retro. I don't no. want you to turn into a rat either. No, that way, Fena. Let's let's go as as fast as we can back to Fenderling. We'll figure this out. So you're now leaving the wooded area, making your way back to the road, and not far from this tree line where you'd run in, close to where the massacre of the orcs had been from the dragon. You see another bloodbath, a number of dwarven bodies shattered across the rocks. You also see the body of a human without its head. And tied to a rock, you see two dwarves. One whose head is now completely that of a rat. He looks almost passed out. You can tell from the movement of his chest is still breathing. And the other, his eyes are closed. You see that it's got whiskers as well. Okay, we stop by. I kind of bite my lip and, you know, we, we have got to save them. One way or another. I fear that one may be too far gone. Does the one with the eyes closed look dead? Or... Give me a medicine check. 22. You see, there's a very, very faint breath. Okay, want to stabilize him. Okay, with that medicine check, you've managed to stabilize him. Does the one that's tied to the rock with a rat head look weakened? Look as if they're about to die. It does look significantly weak. What shall we do? We can't. We can't take two of them down. To handle him. Uh, Fenner, what's that over there? Oh, what? Fabian sort of turns to you and sort of looks down at his sword. I think it's the kind thing to do. Well, perhaps then I mean, Beric should maybe say some words. We gotta do this together. So, Richard would have to see this. I don't want her to think it's 
She's next. Who are you? It's what it is. Oh, what are you boys planning? Fabian, why have you got to sort out? This poor dwarf is too far gone. We're gonna have to end its misery. Oh. Are we are gonna end up like that, true? No, of course not. We wouldn't let Fabian near us with that sword. Don't worry. And I put my arm around her. Maybe say some words. She starts saying a, a little prayer. And as she's doing so, Fabian plunges his sword into this rat's neck, giving it the sweet release of death. I turn my head down. I'm sorry, I failed you all. And here you are now, victims to this bitch of a rat. I swear I will avenge you. Not only by killing that bitch, but killing the whole root of this problem. That blasted dragon, I give you my word. He's gonna suffer for all of this. He'll know your names. I start digging a hole. Okay, Fabian and Fenner start helping you. I look for a place that's, you know, under a tree. Not just in the middle of the road. Away from the road. Somewhere nice. Yeah, you find a nice place. Don't say much during the whole time doing this. And eventually bury them all. You know, there's so much I can do really, but a place, a few stones to mark where the grave is. I didn't know all of you by name, but you deserve much better than this. I'm sure you'll be missed by your families and your loved ones, and I hope they can find peace. Gorgoda, I, I hope you can forgive us for what we had to do in the dungeon, even though we didn't see eye to eye most of the time. I wish I could have helped you better and kept my side of the bargain. What a waste of life. For gold. Well, he lived larger than life. He probably died with his honor. I'm sure he would have put up a bit of a fight, at least in his own mind. Mm. I'm sure those whales will be throwing a party. <laughs> what are we to do with that wolf? We try and save him. Walk for me. It's for the best. I, I don't even know. I imagine he has a family. I, I imagine if we do save him, he'll be glad when we were able to do so. And we won't be destroying his life as well. Let's carry on. I hope we can find some help soon. This is far beyond my understanding of magic. We'll find help, don't worry. Perhaps that uh, Sister Gorel is back in town by the time we get home. I hope so. So you guys are carrying this passed out dwarf then, yeah? Yeah. We've tied in our pole, so, you know, just to make sure that he doesn't flee or attack us. So you make the journey back down to Fandolin. Start walking into town. Tired, little disheartened by the day's events. And as you're walking, making your way to the shrine, and you're hearing chatter between the townsfolk, speaking, you know, of the latest rumours and stories and tales that they've heard, and people doing business. You see others packing their belongings onto carts. You pick up a common theme that people seem to be talking about. You hear that Sister Garel had apparently not left on foot, but by sea. And there's speculation as to whether perhaps she's not arrived because those boats have been sunk by the lighthouse. And that's where we're going to end tonight's episode. You're a bastard. Now it's all my fault for not going to the, <laughs> to the, to the lighthouse. Damn it. We're going to be rats forever. Damn. Or perhaps you should go and investigate the lighthouse yeah, and see if Sister Girl's there to help you. I wonder if I'll have time. That's probably what a few days away from me and I will turn into rats. Yeah, will you? be fully turned by then or the story's taken quite the dark turn 
the last couple of weeks. Hmm. It's not in a good place right now. But hey, we need to kill a dragon. It's not going to get any prettier. Uh, things from here on are getting grim. Hmm. Speaking of things that are grim, let's talk about something that isn't. Our awesome website, www.i2td.com, <laughs> that has all the links to all our good stuff. And by this point, we should also have our blog live. So make sure to check our new refresh page. Click on the links to our social media feeds. Don't forget to also visit our Buy Me A Coffee page and item shop. Probably more needed now than ever for Shrew and his shrubberies. Yeah, cure curse. <laughs> well, that's not in the item shop, but you know. Um, yeah, um, if you'd like to hear us talk more about this episode that we've just finished, and you're a Magus, a member of our Buy Me A Coffee, then tomorrow you'll have the behind the scenes episode. If you're not, well, maybe consider becoming one and you'll be able to listen to us go over what just transpired today. Yeah, and speaking about those supporters, just want to point out that we haven't forgotten. We know there's a special item that was donated that hasn't come out yet. Make sure to tune in next week. I've got a sneaky suspicion it's finally going to come out there. Mm, the prayer of healing scroll, yeah? Yeah. It's much needed. And today we are featuring Roll and Tell, a narratively driven actual play podcast with two players, no game master. So we're going to roll their ad. Roll and Tell is an actual play podcast with two players and no game master. A podcast where the adventure isn't prepared in advance, but created as you listen. Every character. I'm going to get a quirk for them as well. <laughs> They're chronically ill. <laughs> Friends. It is I. Every danger, you see a massive skeletal salamander. What is it that you seek? Even the worlds we explore are made entirely at random. The place of the noun, I love that template. The ring of the hand, you'd never want to leave. Massive fields of grains waving in the wind and rolling hills as far as you could see. And the story itself is improvised at the roll of the dice. So join us as we roll and tell. We'll have the links to the stuff in the description below, so make sure to check them out. We came across them actually when we started our journey podcasting. And I think I was searching for like, because we play as a duet, as you well know, and I think I was searching for other duet games or podcasts. And I came across these guys and I listened to the episodes and I was presently surprised. The way they kind of leave everything to chance, it was quite unique in my opinion. And quite fun to listen to how things go developing, depending on the roles. Yeah, I heard a few as well, right at the beginning of our podcasting journey. And it kind of reminded me a little bit like a far more developed, far more complex version of Rory's Story Cubes, where you'd roll dice and based on that the whole story and world comes alive so if you haven't heard them give them a listen it's a completely different ttrpg style podcast where not even they know what's going to happen next yeah good stuff and with that we hope that you enjoyed this week's tense episode as shoe shrubberies finally end their adventures in the mountain toes mine ill-fated adventures yeah it's not been not been a pretty sight but anyway we hope that you've enjoyed this slightly darker story arc and that you tune in next week as we delve. Ho, 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 hold on. What? You're skipping a key part 
Oh, <laughs> oh, how could I forget? <laughs> the end of the episode for the club. Please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the last one standing. How could I forget? I don't know. It was your idea to start off with. Yeah, yeah. Oh, must be the time. This has been a mammoth fighting session. Yeah. So yeah, as Al has very correctly pointed out, in my haste, I've forgotten about the end of the episode club. You know what to do by now. Leave a comment with today's password. Make us laugh, make us cry. Post it on Twitter, Instagram, or maybe even on our Discord. Good Pods is a good place to post yeah. it as well, yeah. Yeah, we're yeah, Good Pods now as well. We can interact there. Do you have a password for today, Al? Yes, actually I do. The password for today is DM Nick is a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. And the password for today is Hot Stuff. Ooh, yeah, those balls of fire were... Or clutch, I think. Yeah, definitely turn the tide of the battle, I think. Yeah, and they seem to want to be getting away and leave us to turn into rats, you know, and kind of view it from a distance. So I had to do something. Awesome. So yeah, use that in your password. And without further ado, we hope you do it next week as we delve into, into the, the dungeon. dungeon.